0: Yes. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of flagandbanner dot com. Through storytelling and conversational interviews, this weekly radio show and podcast offers listeners first hand insight into starting and running a business, the ups and downs of risk taking, and the commonalities of successful people. Connect with Carrie through her candid, often funny and always informative weekly blog. There you'll read, learn and may comment about her life as a 21st century wife, mother, daughter, and entrepreneur. And now it's time for Carrie McCoy to get all up in your business.
1: Thank you, Gray. You just heard from my son, Gray. First time for him to ever read for me. It was really good, thank you, child. Like Gray said, I'm Carrie McCoy, and it's time for me to get up in your business. If for some reason you miss any part of the show or you would like to hear it again, there is a way, and Gray is gonna tell you how.
0: Listen to all UIYB past and present interviews by going to flagandbanner.com and clicking on radio show to find a directory. Podcasts are also available on all listening platforms by searching Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. Did you know you can also sign up for the Water Cooler Weekly, a once a week email that notifies you of our upcoming guests, as well as all the happenings at Dreamland Ballroom, the sales at flagandbanner.com, links to Brave Magazine articles, and Carrie's current blog posts. All that in one weekly email. Or you may simply like flagandbanner.com's Facebook page for timely notifications. Back to you, Carrie. Thank you,
1: Gray. If you're tuning into this broadcast for the first time, welcome. This show up in your business with Carrie McCoy began as a platform for me, a small business owner and a guest, to pay forward our experiential knowledge in a conversational way. Originally, my team and I thought it would speak to entrepreneurs and want to be entrepreneurs, but it seems to have a wider audience appeal because, after all, who isn't inspired by everyday people's American-made stories? To see people and to hear people in their totality is humanizing. We all thirst to connect and make sense of an overcomplicated world. And on this show, we have the luxury of time to go deeper than a mere soundbite or headline. And my favorite part, we always learn something. After interviewing over 100 successful people, I've learned that there is a common thread among most of my guests, many of them are creative. They believe in a higher power, and they have the heart of a teacher. My guest today is no exception. This life enthusiast, Mr. Samuel Ellis, is founder of Rocktown River Outfitters in Little Rock's River Market District on the Arkansas River. This young scientist, turned entrepreneur, is going to tell us about his adventurous life as a whitewater rafting guide in Colorado, his professional life as an energy scientist and consultant for integrity, his entrepreneurial life as a founder and owner-operator of Rocktown River Outfitters, and last, we'll ask him about his after-hour life as the fiddler in his band, the cons of formant. I have no idea what that means, but we're going to find out. In reading about Samuel Ellis, he seems to live three lives all running parallel to each other feel like we're kind of kindred souls over there it is a pleasure to welcome to the table river maven musician and entrepreneur mr samuel ellis
2: that is by far the best introduction i've ever gotten thank you so much for having me on your show
1: (laughs) you're welcome that (laughs) That is
2: fantastic
1: i am so glad you're here first time for you to be on my show
2: this is wonderful i love what you do at the place
1: i know it's great do people call you sam or samuel
2: Uh, my mom named me samuel so i usually introduce myself as samuel but it's usually whatever you can yell the loudest you know
1: i've been calling you samuel throughout this uh, interview and when i was talking about you and telling other people about it so i never saw anyone refer to you as sam so you so samuel you went to school in conway arkansas you got a degree in environmental studies Mm
2: -hmm. i did so um, i um, graduated Mm -hmm. there went to uca and got an environmental degree actually in city planning And so when I graduated from college, uh, I actually took a job as a professional whitewater raft guide in Colorado.
1: You didn't want to go straight into your career.
2: Well, I didn't know exactly what my career was going to be at the moment. <laughs> and um, whitewater rafting seemed way more fun than a, a day job at the time, and something that I was really interested in. So, did you
1: have friends up there, and you just decided to take off, or,
2: I, uh, or go beat them, or did you just go off on your own? A friend of mine that I went to high school with, and we actually roomed together all through college, uh, he went up there on a trip to go see a, a friend And uh, we did it in a weekend. So we drove up after class on a Friday, came back on a Sunday just in time for class on Monday (laughs) to and from Colorado. Uh, And standing on the banks, it was kind of like, man, we both want to do this. And so we both took a job. We both didn't know anybody up there when we moved. Um, And uh, we really didn't have the job until you finished three weeks of training, which was – uh, learning to do whitewater rescue and um, um you know all of the first aid and swimming the rapids and all the worst case scenarios in, in late may which sounds wonderful here in little rock but in colorado that's there's still snowfall and snow on the ground so you're learning all the uh the whitewater rescue uh situations during some pretty cold times i, I don't know if my mom ever really found out about how cold we were the whole time she probably wouldn't have loved to know that <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you think oh i've made a mistake
2: Uh, there was a couple of times where in the beginning of it, I was like, oh, my lanta!" you know, this is, this is miserable learning to do this stuff and having to train that hard to, to be comfortable. And essentially what you're doing is you're just teaching your body how to handle shock because no matter what you're doing, you go into 50 degree water and your body doesn't know what to do. So you get really cold, uh, and and your body goes into shock. So we kind of went through the, the rough and ragged side of that. So we were got, we got used to shock. We didn't really ever go through it anymore. Mm -hmm. And, um, now when I'm on the water here in Little Rock, it makes the water a lot warmer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about it. So you did it all summer.
2: I did. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, my first year was in 2011, I believe. Uh, worked for um, a company out there and um, ended up being one of the best summers of my life, uh, at least at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, little did I know what that would lead me to later down the road. Mm-hmm. But I definitely set the uh, the standard and set the 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 foundation for uh, my river experience and for what I wanted to do in, in life.
1: Mm-hmm. So you decided to come, what made you decide to come back home?
2: Um, I came home and got a real job, made mom happy, you know. Because um, winter
1: came and you're like, I've got to get off the river. I'm going to go into shock it, again.
2: It is seasonal. It is seasonal for sure. Um, actually, uh, a, a local band I play in, we just released our first album um, w- when I left. So um, I actually got Emails and words and calls from them saying, "Hey, you know, there this album is uh, really being liked, and people are wanting us to play some shows. And um, you know, you, if you come back, we're gonna we're gonna keep playing. So it was kind of a pull for the band as well um, mm-hmm. as uh, you know, getting back and finishing the last little bit of school.
1: Mm-hmm. So you got a job." At integrity?
2: No, uh, integrity. there's a few things before that. I actually took a job at a law firm uh, right after coming back from. Colorado. Are you a lawyer also? I am not a lawyer But I at did all.
1: see that you had a law position one time. I did. On, there was something about that on LinkedIn or something. Mm-hmm.
2: I uh, I worked at a law firm downtown. Uh, I went from. Whitewater rafting and camping <laughs> every night to a cube farm, uh, you know, be, being a liaison between um, our local you know, our, our company lawyers and some companies that we worked with. Did was, you say a
1: cube farm? Yeah, a
2: cube farm. You know, I like, never heard that. Have you okay. never heard that? No, so, I like it. Uh huh. It's uh, I have
1: a visual, I know what you mean. Okay, and but s- and so you did that didn't fit
2: it didn't fit um and it was in, it was inside a lot <laughs> you know yeah. imagine the q farm would be but um another
1: kind of shock
2: it it led me to want to find kind of that balance of being outside doing what i love as well as you know making the career choices to make some money to pay all the bills mm-hmm. and um that led me to actually getting out on the arkansas river in my my own little personal whitewater kayak at the time uh, and I got out and adventures a little further and further every time because probably like anybody else that grew up in Little Rock, my mom told me, don't go near the Arkansas River. It's dangerous. And I, <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're
1: going to talk about that. Like mm-hmm. good
2: kids. Uh, I believed her, and I said, okay. But then, you know, you get to the point, well, after coming back and being a professional whitewater raft guide, it was really hard to figure out why this river seemed so dangerous. So naturally, I would get out in it and explore further and further, and um, that nature kind of led me to the So balance. you had never
1: been on the Arkansas River prior to you coming back from the Colorado River uh, not episode in, of your n- life?
2: Not in a paddle boat of any kind. I've been mm. on the river in uh, you know, a fishing boat.
1: So this passion for being on the river didn't start as a youth?
2: Uh, being on the water, yes. Being on the Arkansas River, no. Um, I grew up kayaking and canoeing with my family um, on weekend trips. And then my brother, uh, he taught me how to roll in our, our family pond, um, coming back from a class where he learned in, in college. He had a rolling class in college. I didn't rolling know Rolling your thing.
1: family? I didn't know that was either. Rolling your family pond? What is your family where does your family live? What do they so do? So,
2: we I grew up on a a, a little 3-acre uh pond um out on here in Little Rock on Stagecoach Road. Uh it's now a wedding venue, an outdoor wedding venue uh, called Alda's Forever or Aldous Magnolia Hill.
1: You grew up there? Mhm. How interesting. Are
2: you are you familiar with the place that you? I know you've exactly been? where oh, you're okay, talking yeah. about. It. I
1: think mm-hmm. every I think probably all the listeners do too.
2: It is a fantastic place.
1: So, you did get a job for a little while uh In your degree of environmental um, studies, which was for uh, city planning, because you did work for, um, I think a pop up in Little Rock.
2: I did. Um, That was one of the things I was really excited about. My my brother uh, was involved in it before me, and he got me interested. Um, I think the first year um, he hired our band to play in it. Um, I hired. I think we volunteered just to play for people, but um, we, I got involved as a a chair committee and uh, got more involved in what they were doing and part of that was making uh temporary um furniture and equipment for changing a city for just a weekend
1: for popping up in a city for popping up
2: in a city so um that was a really great way to show a community what they could be Mm mm-hmm temporarily.
1: <laughs> but did are you still working for uh Integrity? I am.
2: I still work at Integrity. Um, which is an
1: environmental studies. Which
2: is a sustainability firm. So we it's do weather
1: and climate or
2: No, actually uh it's energy studies. You're right. So uh-huh. um I personally work on our lighting side. Uh we do everything from solar to sustainability and building uh lead certifications uh-huh. um and then I'm more on the lighting side. So we go through and change out um fluorescent bulbs to led
1: uh, you sell light bulbs
2: i'm a i'm a light bulb counter is really more of a, a <laughs> professional light bulb counter would be a, a good term for that yeah
1: yeah it's worth it though you oh, can it get is. a big savings
2: it is it is uh it's good to work for a company that i actually like what they're doing oh good um it's it's so you've something... been there a while i have i've been there for a little over four years i believe
1: Oh, wow, that is good. So let's, this is a great place to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Mr. Samuel Ellis, founder and owner of Rocktown River Outfitters, a canoe and bike rental shop in Little Rock's River Market District, Rockwater Marina, and that guides sunset tours atop a kayak on the arkansas river it's going to be interesting in this next segment we'll talk about his startup business venture is it everything he thought it would be what tours and rentals he offers safety on the arkansas river his everyday environmental concerns that he sees in his professional life and last about being a fiddle player in his band the con of formant we'll be back after the break
0: Over 40 years ago, with only $400, Carrie founded Arkansas Flag & Banner. During the last four decades, the business has grown and changed, starting with door-to-door sales, then telemarketing, to mail order and catalog sales. And now, a third of their sales come through the internet. This past year, Flag & Banner added another internet feature, live chatting. Over time, Carrie's business and leadership knowledge grew. As early as 2004, she began sharing her knowledge with her weekly blog. In 2009, she founded the nonprofit Friends of Dreamland Ballroom. And in 2014, Brave Magazine, a, bi- a biannual publication. Today, she has branched out into radio with this very production, podcast, and live stream on Facebook. Each week on this show, you'll hear candid conversations between her and her guests about real world experiences on a variety of businesses and topics that we hope you'll find interesting and inspiring. If you would like to ask Carrie a question or share your story, send an email to carrie at flagandbanner.com or send her a message on flagandbanner.com's Facebook page.
1: Thank you, Gray. You're doing a really good job, isn't he? Look, Zach's in the other room going, yeah, he's doing good. I'm so glad I didn't have to read it. Look, he gives me the thumb (laughs) up. Oh, thank you, Gray, for reading that. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. (laughs) You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Mr. Samuel Ellis, founder and owner of Rocktown River Outfitters, a canoe and bike rental shop that offers sunset kayaking tours on the Arkansas River. All right, it's time to talk. We've talked about you moving back to Little Rock. We talked about, before the break, we talked about you uh graduating with an environmental studies from the university of arkansas or what's it
2: university of central arkansas
1: university of central arkansas in conway arkansas (laughs) going off like a young man to go float the colorado river and become a guide and how cold it was (laughs) and uh and and then you learn cpr and a lot of good good helpful tools helpful tools tools. i hope you're around (laughs) if i have a, a, a heart attack or something but um and now you've moved back to Little Rock because you've got to earn money, and it's gotten, and it's gotten uh, cold up there in Colorado, mm. and your band's wanting you to come back and play with them. So we're back in Little Rock. You've tried to be a lawyer, and now it's, you've gone to work at Intergy. You, you like it. You've been and there so, years. yeah. Uh, and so how did Rocktown River Outfitters fit into this because you've still got your other job i do I so do. how did that all come to be
2: well um it it, it evolved i would say because it was um I, I didn't know what i was starting when i started it um, i saw a need for it because um when i first started kayaking on the arkansas river um you know little guy in a little boat um you know nobody would ever go with me because everybody thought it was so dangerous and so I Did had the you whole, just
1: say little guy in a little boat? You are not that little. How tall are you?
2: I'm, I'm a I'm a tall 5'5", you know?
1: That's the, not that little. You're taller than Bruno Mars.
2: Yeah, I'll take that, yeah. And look
1: at what a rock star he is. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I got
2: a tall heart. Um, so I came back and uh, I would go on these trips by myself because nobody would go with me because they thought it was dangerous. And I would take pictures of beautiful sunsets and all the wildlife I saw. And I mean, I really had the whole place to myself. And, of course, people started seeing these pictures with social media growing the way it did. And next thing I know, people are starting to ask to go with me. Friends are wanting to go uh, to the point where I ended up, you know, finding old boats to take some friends out on because nobody had their own boat. Uh, And then it really dawned on me that, you know, Little Rock could use this as a way to showcase itself. And when you say boats, you're talking about kayaks. I do, I'm sorry, kayaks. Yes, mm-hmm. kayaks. Okay. little 13-foot, uh, you know, sit inside and sit on top kayaks. Mm-hmm. man powered. Mm-hmm. Um, but so uh, I, I came to my dad one day and I said, I want to, I had an idea. And um, I ended up buying three kayaks uh, with all the monies that I had that I had saved up. And, um, you know, got the business license and found out how to get insurance for a company like this. And um, a friend of mine had, that I worked with at the time gave me an old kayak that he found in his yard uh, and he had grown a little too heavy for. And um, he gave it to me and I didn't know anything about it and ended up taking a look at it. And it was an old, old fiberglass kayak that I actually fixed up and made my made it my, uh, my guide boat that year. So that way my customers could be in the brand new boats that I just bought. And I was in this old, uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't sink that trip kayak as the tour guide
1: probably heavy
2: uh actually no it's fiberglass It was fairly light I think that's one of the reasons why I really liked it uh it I ended up giving it a new paint job um if you come to my bike shop in the downtown river market you'll see it actually hanging up on the wall Mm -hmm. uh now that we've grown a little bit I've been able to buy myself a boat to take guests out in um other than just this one so we I still have it proudly hanging on the the bike shop wall
1: so, you started your business because there was a need. You found a niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, you're doing your passion, you're, you're following your, your passion. And then there became a need, and, a, a, and you saw a niche market. And you didn't have any money to invest, particularly, did you?
2: No, not not really. Um, you know, I told myself two things. I'd never buy a brand new car and I'd never buy a brand new kayak. <laughs> Those mm-hmm. are things that uh, Craigslist and, and uh, aftermarket deals are made for. And I found myself unwrapping three brand new kayaks so, for this company.
1: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, so you you, you 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 decide this is viable. Mm-hmm. When did you decide, I'm going to go get a city permit and I'm going to turn this into a business? um
2: it was probably while i was still working um i think i just started working at integrity um and it was great to work long days and then i wanted to eat on the water and that's when more and more people started showing some interest in this and how did they
1: find out about you just from pen, just from uh, uh, uh Instagram? Fa- facebook, facebook really
2: yeah um i have uh
1: Could you put your contact information in there you started a business page on facebook
2: I did. I started a business page on Facebook. I actually um, was moving all the kayaks that I had on top of my 2006 Subaru, and I had made a big banner to go on the back of it. Um, it you know, it looked like Bob's Kayaking Rental at the time, uh, which it really was, really. But uh, it was just a little way. I had my 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 cell phone number, and so
1: you used Facebook. You used your vehicle. Mm-hmm. You used word of mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, with um, i call i I paddled up to rockwater marina one day which i didn't know existed um until i started really putting together a a business plan for what i wanted to do
1: which is the private marina on the north little rock side. correct
2: rockwater marina is in rockwater village um um, it's the new big neighborhood development right there in north little rock
1: used to be uh, vestals it
2: was it was vestals um forest um, or something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so they still have the big smokestack there from the greenhouses that's the easiest way uh to, to see it from the river or you know from anywhere. But um I, I called uh the number on Google for that marina and said, hey, I've got some questions about your marina. Um left a voicemail and um you know please call me back. And uh I got a call back about five minutes later from one of the owners and they said, you know, what what do you want to do? When can you start? How can we help? I think they just kind of got wind that um you know I was wanting to do something on the water. Um, I think it would really create a lot of traffic, and their marina was such a perfect place for it. Mm. Uh, so that really fit in well. So now we had a location. I had some boats, and some people were starting to find out about us. Um, so that really kind of came together to bring up a little bit of uh, traffic. So you
1: rented a slip on his marina?
2: No, I, I didn't rent a slip. I actually technically rented, like— a, two-foot section of the walkway, and I built some racks uh, that hold all my kayaks up off the water um, and are off the walkway. And so walkway. he let
1: you just put in there?
2: Uh, yeah. So essentially, he had a, a the, the marina and then a little bitty low-water dock that was really made for you know emergency vessels or anything that needed to come up off the water at that point. Uh, and also, the row club uh, was in that stretch of the water at the time. And it was made a perfect little spot for me because I could put my boats on the water, uh, get people down, you know, close to the water, and get them in their boat. Uh, versus, you know, a marina is made for stepping up onto your pontoon boat or houseboat.
1: Oh, anything.
2: so it was a, it was a, the perfect little spot for my little kayaking. It's kind
1: of meant to be. So it really was. So that was a Rockwater Marina. Mm-hmm. that's not where your store is today
2: well it is it is one of my locations um it's
1: one of your put-ins but your actual store is now we
2: did we took over uh the bike shop that's in the river market and i mean in the river market we're uh used to be bobby's bike hike so it's been a bike rental uh and tour company there for the last five years Um, he called me and said that they had to move back to chicago and kind of said you're the one that would be most interested and I think that would do the best job of taking this rental side on. And then, you know, at the time I didn't have any money to buy into a whole bunch of bicycles and I was the river guy. Um, so I kind of said no. And I kind of was like, you know, that's too much to buy it off. And, um, everything that I had a reason to say no for, kind of worked itself out to where I really didn't have an argument and then the big thing for me was if they if this shuts down and that turns into you know another little food stand or something then Little Rock has no bike rentals so all of our tourism that comes in from out of state and stays in the downtown area would have no way to see how beautiful our 15 mile bike trail is mm-hmm. so then I felt like it was a responsibility of mine mm-hmm. and um I was I was up to the I didn't know at the time but I was definitely up to the challenge mm-hmm. and uh, it's turned out to be a great spot we're right in the middle of downtown little rock we have all of our bicycles uh out and about and we've remodeled the place a little bit we've got two 14 foot kayaks um sitting in the middle of the street so if you drive down clinton avenue it's, we're hard to miss <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. it looks like a lot's going on it looks exciting it looks fun it looks young uh, it makes me want to rent a bike even though i have a bike but even if you have a bike you don't have to take your bike down there you can just go down there and rent one and take off um and the Bike so you can see the river from the bike trail, fifteen miles, or you can see the river from afloat. Right. Do you let people go rent your kayaks and go out without you, or is it only tours?
2: No, we do. Uh, we do rentals. Um, so luckily, we're, in the last two years that, that I've been at Rockwater Marina, um, on our guided on our tours through downtown, those are guided, and uh, you know we don't let people just go down that by themselves. At least you know in our boats, mm-hmm. um, it's open water. People are allowed to get out and see it. No matter what they want, I don't own the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, behind Rockwater Marina is a stretch of sandbars and islands that really protects everything from the the main the main channel. Any boat traffic, and it's really crazy because if you put in the water and you go just out a little bit from Rockwater Marina, if you go left, you're going right through the heart of downtown. If you go right, you go into these islands and sandbars, and you don't see any other buildings. You feel what? like you're in the middle of nowhere.
1: Now, say that again. If you leave Rockwater Marina mm-hmm. and you go downstream, mm-hmm. and you stay to the right, Yep, you are... You see downtown little rock
2: you go underneath uh bearing cross bridge which is the, mm-hmm. the the functioning train bridge right there that still mm-hmm. raises and lowers for mm-hmm. barge traffic um you go underneath all the bridges through downtown yeah six bridges six or you, yeah, well but not really six uh-huh. but
1: but if you go on the left side on the north little rock side you're saying that you can go between a sandbar? Mm-hmm.
2: So um, just upstream from Rockwater Marina. Oh, upstream. Upstream. So, yeah, just if you were to take a right coming out and following the North Little Rock Bank, uh-huh. that goes up into Emerald Park and then goes all the way up into Murray Park and then up into Cook's Landing and then the Big Dam Bridge. So, really, everything from North, everything north of Rockwater Marina is all parks. So you can l- take a left and go through the downtown and see the beautiful city and the hustle and bustle of the downtown evenings. Or you can literally take a right and feel like you're uh, in, a, in a rainforest and not really see another soul.
1: And I bet there's not much current over there.
2: No. So that's the great thing is since it is protected by all these islands and sandbars, not only does it give us protection from any kind of current, but you can also get out and explore the sandbars.
1: And I would like to do that because you start off going upstream when you're fresh. And then when you're tired, you get to float home.
2: Right, right. Well, you know, ten, nine, ten months out of the year, the Arkansas River is is uh, is essentially a lake. Um, that which is, is not true. It, that is yes. So it's controlled by um, uh, Murray Lock and Dam, the big dam bridge. Uh, the Corps of Engineers uh, also releases all their flow rates. So kind of like looking at the weather, where I want to know what's the what's the weather next Thursday. You can actually look at a forecast, and so they're they're forecasting how much they will release. Out of the dam and that's how i know when it's safe to put on the water
1: so you don't have the phone number of the dam operator that you're on speed dial that you call all the time
2: no i always wish i could just float by and wave you know but uh i don't know if you see me
1: he should you should know him personally probably (laughs) well that was one of my questions is it dangerous and i guess it's not let's take a quick break and we'll come back um we're gonna when we do come back, we're gonna talk about again about the dangerousness. We're gonna talk about the products that you uh, sell, the things you can do. You can be, you're teaching people how to build canoes. And, yes, we are. Uh, uh, no, we're gonna continue talking about all the outdoor experiences on the Arkansas River with Mr. Samuel Ellis, founder and owner of Rocktown River Outfitters, a canoe and bike rental shop that offers guided Arkansas River tours atop a kayak. And let's not forget, Sam is Samuel is an environmental scientist. We'll ask him what he thinks is the biggest and immediate issue facing Mother Earth. Since he's out on the water all the time, he might have an opinion. And last, we're going to hear some of his fiddle playing. He brought some of his music from his band, The Con Afformant, and we're going to find out where that name come from. After each show's airing, a podcast is made available on all popular listening sites and YouTube. We'll give you the phone number for calling in when we come back.
3: Arkansas Flag and Banner is proud to underwrite Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. McCoy began this broadcast with the intention of offering a mentoring platform for those with an entrepreneurial spirit. Through candid conversations and interesting interviews with business and community minded Arkansans, listeners gain insight into starting and running a business, the ups and downs of risk taking, and the commonalities of successful people. Carrie McCoy, founder and president of Arkansas Flag and Banner, believes in paying knowledge and experience forward and developed this radio show as a means of doing so. The biographies, life experiences, and wisdom of her guests would likely go unheard if not for this venue. Rarely do people open up for an hour to an audience about their life mistakes, triumphs, and pitfalls. This unique radio show allows the listener intimate access into the stories of prominent leaders in our state. I'm Adrienne McNally, manager of the Arkansas Flag and Banner Showroom and Gift Shop located on the first floor of the historic Deborian Hall on the corner of 9th and State Streets in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. In business for 43 years, we offer an old school shopping experience with front door parking, clerks to help you, and department store variety. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 530 and Saturday 10 to 4.
1: You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Mr. Samuel Ellis, founder and owner of Rocktown River Outfitters, a canoe and bike rental shop that offers guided sunset tours of the Arkansas River. I am so doing that. So let's let's, let's find out about the dangerousness. You really don't think it's dangerous out there?
2: Well, so the Arkansas River is just like anything in the nature. There's, there's a, a dangerous time and a dangerous place on just about everything. For instance, you wouldn't go climb Pinnacle Mountain in a lightning storm. <laughs> so uh, that
1: is a good point
2: i'm not going to say that the arkansas river is not dangerous um, we're just wanting to educate people on when it's safe and how to be safe on it
1: and if they're going out with you you are so trained if anything happens tell me the scariest things ever happened to you on colorado or or on the arkansas River. oh
2: yeah just some some uh, trips probably down uh, browns canyon uh in colorado uh with some some families that you know you try and teach them How to paddle and how to work as a team, and then uh, they they don't. (laughs) So uh, you got to get them down the river safely, no matter what. Did they flip? Uh, We've had some people in the water, but that's that's kind of part of the fun. We have a couple of rapids that are actually, you know, if we find out we've got a really fun crew, uh, you know, we'll we'll have we'll do uh, we'll go the the sporty route. We'll say and uh, go for the the big wave. Um, There's just different ways to hit different rapids, and Mm -hmm. so some are more splashy than others.
1: So nothing dangerous has ever happened to you on the Arkansas River?
2: Um, I do a lot to keep it from being dangerous for me and anybody that I'm with. Um, You know, the training that I had in Colorado uh, was exceptional in the fact that I'm— more comfortable than mm-hmm. anybody out in, on the water for the first time mm-hmm. um and then also a little bit of common sense keeps me away from the dam for instance
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh or getting on the water during flood level you know or uh going out if you didn't know how to swim
1: so what are the two months that you can't go out on the river well we always probably have f- right now
2: yeah right now is one of them if you're listening to this and you go look at the river right now and then you're gonna think i'm crazy but right now we have a flood season so uh, that's why i say it's a lake You know a couple so april and may uh it changes um it's usually probably more like april may or may june uh Mm -hmm. and the reason for that is because so the arkansas river starts in leadville colorado in the rocky mountains so while everybody's up there skiing all winter that snow has to melt and go somewhere Mm -hmm. so we always have a lot of the snow melt coming from the arkansas river uh, which is why the arkansas river is so much fun to float in colorado because that's where it's really narrow and there's a lot of water, and that's where the whitewater rafting side comes out. By the time it gets all the way down here, it's wider. It's more managed by dams um, and used for irrigation. So um, it's, it's more controlled. But at the same time, when we have all that snow melt, and then we have all the big rains come through Oklahoma and Arkansas like we've had, um, they have to let that water flow down so they open the dams. And so mm-hmm. right now, essentially, Murray Lock and Dam is, is running water through mm-hmm. it to relieve some of that water.
1: Mm-hmm. So that was a good river fact about where our uh, water comes from. What are some other interesting river facts?
2: Oh, um, I know
1: when you do your tours you tell everybody everything because last night I was at girls not out and they asked me who was coming on the radio today and I told them and I cannot believe this but three of the six girls we're talking about 60 year old women have been on your tour oh with yeah you.
2: I believe it um I've taken they I've,
1: said it was so informative
2: one of my favorite guests was this this little older lady and, I, and she she was just a super fun spirit and she You know, when you see someone walking down the ramp and you, you know, you're imagining everything but like the walker, Mm -hmm. um, she, uh, I was kind of like, oh man, here we go. We got to keep this person like alive and we got to keep them upright (laughs) and make sure they don't get too tired and that they enjoy it. This little lady came down and she goes, you know, I missed my, uh, 67th uh, high school reunion for this. And I was like, what? (laughs) All right. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, And then, of course, she turned to her friend and giggled, you know, so who knows what it really was. But she was just a real trickster. Uh Um, And as she gets in her boat, uh, you know, she puts her uh, her floppy hat on and she puts on her gardening gloves. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Once we got on the water, I I had trouble keeping up with her. I think she was a fantastic paddler. And since it's calm and the boats we use are 13 foot, meaning they're. Um, they're longer, and they cut the water a little easier, so they're easier to paddle. Uh-huh. This little lady had no problem at all um, paddling up and down the Arkansas.
1: What if you get stuck out there at night?
2: Well, actually being out on the nights one of the reasons that I think Rocktown Rivers has done so well. Um, we offer a sunset tour, and um, we have you know lights on the boats. Um, it does help in working for a, a lighting company. I've learned a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's um, right. And um, so the cool thing is we'll put on at sunset, you get a float through downtown, all the bridges light up. Um, I think the first time I did it for myself before I started the company, I had like a headlamp and glow sticks and just about every, you know, like everything imaginable to be lit up. Uh, And then I got through downtown and I didn't have to have anything to see because the city is so lit up. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what's really amazing. And you don't realize it until you're out there.
0: Mm hmm
1: you probably stick kind of close to the shoreline I would think
2: we do um so since the Arkansas River is is commercially navigated Mm -hmm. so you'll see barges out there you'll see the big yachts and bass boats uh we're lucky that it is uh commercially navigated because if you are on a lake um you know there's no traffic traffic lanes on a lake it's just go any which way around the lake you want but on the Arkansas River there's a main channel and so that gives us the, the safety barrier to be, if we're outside of that, that main channel, we're not worried about getting hit by a barge, or we're not worried about you know a bass boat taking us over. So it's kind of like a bike staying in a bike lane and staying out of the middle of the road, except for the fact that the main channel is a very small channel compared to the width of the river. So we get this huge, essentially a river sidewalk to play on
1: interesting Mm -hmm. uh you also make canoes
2: I I do um my my dad invited me up um a couple years ago to uh go do a canoe building class with him in in Brooklyn Maine um and uh it was fantastic I it was a, a long drive but it was a week of learning how to build canoes and after doing that year after year Um, I was in another class in Maryland with him, and it was just kind of like, why don't we do this in Little Rock? And at the time, I had just taken over the bike shop in the River Market. I knew we weren't going to do a lot of biking and kayaking in January and February, so I was trying to think of creative ways to use that space, and it just made everything... It just clicked. It was... um, it was this concept of we can build canoes there. And, you know, we've got the idea, but we didn't know of the material yet. And it wasn't until I was on the way home posting a picture of us building a canoe and said, who would like to do this in Little Rock, that um, uh, Greg Johnson uh, had reached out to me, who had someone I'd never met before. Um, and he is the owner of Little Rock Boat Builder Supply that I didn't know existed. I didn't either. So he saw my message and... Uh, was like get in touch with me and let's let's meet up and talk and we had both really had the same dream we were just coming at it from very different ways and so this experience this last year really made it a perfect click that we worked together because Rocktown River Outfitters had the 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 name and you know we had the location and um, uh, Little Rock Boat Builder Supply had literally that the supply and um, uh, the the way to actually build these kits ourselves. they're they're designed here locally by Greg Johnson Wow! and uh, wow. and some of his team. They're cut out on a CNC machine at his shop in the middle of downtown.
1: What kind of wood?
2: Uh, It's uh, a kume, which is essentially a water-grade, marine-grade plywood. Wow. And so we we don't go digging them out of, like, an old stump. Like, it's not that kind of canoe. It's a, what's called stitch-and-glue. Oh. And so everything's cut out and made as a kit. And I you, thought
1: it was made out of yew or something. Uh, isn't there a type of wood called you y-e-w
2: i believe so yes we I thought they were made out of that well there's di- you can use a oh. lot of different things uh mm-hmm. the reason we use the Akume is because it um, adheres to fiberglass really well oh. and it's lightweight and waterproof so um it's the perfect wood for what we're doing and
1: um and you just soak it shape it sand it
2: we we do actually we, we cut it into the perfect shape so that when you start building it it, it goes together if you lay it out on the floor it would not look like a canoe.
1: Really? <laughs>
2: uh-huh. And that's the exciting it's part. It's like paper
1: cut out dolls.
2: It is, it is. And the first day you walk in and we take a picture of you in front of your canoe, which is essentially a pile of wood on the floor. Um and you know, uh, through five day class, which we offer different ones now, um, and I say we, actually, um, Little Rock Boat Builder Supply is continuing these classes while I'm using the bike shop for bikes and kayaks again. Mm-hmm. So um, even though we're not building them in the shop, Little Rock Boat Builder Supply is still building So is these. that
1: what you do in the winter when you can't do a lot of biking and maybe you're – because it seems like a seasonal business. Mm-hmm. You teach people how to build canoes in the off-season, and then you rent bikes and 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 kayaks and do tours in the – in the it is. peak season. It is. Um Is is it everything you thought it'd be or is it more?
2: Oh, it's more. I didn't really? know what I was getting myself into when I started this idea, but it's it's just it's grown organically and it's grown faster than I that I thought it would. Uh so we're definitely having some growing pains, but everything that I thought there might be an interest for in Little Rock and might be good for Little Rock, um Little Rock locals and and Little Rock travelers have really shown interest in it, and it's also generated a lot of um, traffic in the downtown area and uh, new interest in making something more unique than you can find in a lot of other cities for just Little Rock. Don't you do food?
1: I I don't even know if you could do that in Memphis. (laughs) Uh, I bet you can't. Get a kayak to go on the Mississippi River in Memphis.
2: I haven't got to paddle the Mississippi yet. Would you do that? Oh totally. Yeah. I totally I think it'd be fantastic. I mean it's just like anything. There's they've probably got
1: big bike lanes on the Mississippi. Big bike lanes, yeah.
2: But um no, it's just something very unique that Little Rock has to offer. And um it's this natural resource that goes through our both both Little Rock and North Little Rock. And um
1: you do food tours?
2: We do. We I saw that
1: on your website. And everybody needs to know you have the best website with the best pictures. Everybody should go there. Well, you thank will, you. It will whet your appetite to want to get out there. How do people find out when you're offering tours, when you're offering workshops?
2: So our website is the best way to um, to look at our different tours and options. Um, also, our Facebook page. Uh, we do keep everything, all of our events Uh, on there but if you want to book anything that we do any service that we do uh, of course you can visit our website um which i can assume that it'll probably the first time you've ever kayaked on the arkansas river so you're gonna have a million questions Mm -hmm. so that's why our phone number is right underneath it (laughs) and um, i do get a lot of calls um that are saying, you know, well, we looked at your website. Well, you know, how do you do this? What is it? Is it safe? Can I bring my kids? Will my grandma be able to come with can us? Can you bring your kids? Uh, we do have uh, family days as well. So um, even at, even for some of the younger kids at the marina, uh, during safe low water levels, we have a little spot where we can get some of the kids out. Uh, for rentals, we do. Uh, like what
1: age is kids?
2: So for what we do for our tours, for being in your own boat, um 16 is is our our limit for that okay um and then for uh for being in some of our double tandem boats where two people are in uh we do also down to 11. so um and that's of course in the the protected the water there at rockwater marina
1: Mm -hmm. so you can do groups you can do singles
2: yes actually one of our biggest events we had this year so far was a a big uh, party for um, a school that they're graduating and they wanted to have a big party and so all the all the parents were out grilling at the marina at Rockwater marina they ended up blowing a huge blow-up movie screen and watched a projector mm-hmm. movie on the boathouse uh which is pretty fantastic and then we had all of our kayaks out so you know
1: did you did you ask a friend from Oregon to come and help run the,
2: the... I did uh the good same friend of mine that I moved to Colorado with um and became whitewater raft guys that first year uh, he continued working in Colorado when I came back home from Arkansas and then he moved out to Portland, Oregon and took a job as a kayak constructor for a company out there. Um, it was when I was visiting him that I was looking out on the river over the Columbia and realized that there was nightlife and boats and people of all ages were still out there on the river. And I just said, why is Little Rock not like this? So, um, the, Again, the way the world works out, he ended up coming back through Little Rock about the time that I took over the bike shop and realized I was way over my head uh, and really needed some help. And so he, uh, he, he stuck around and, and was able to help me out, get things a little bit more uh, dirty and um, and uh, get a good foundation going. And he's uh, been helping me on the river because before that, I was the only one that could do any of our tours because I'm a licensed tour guide or licensed raft guide. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not going to put uh, one of our young new hires straight out of high school, uh, taking guided tours down the Arkansas River. How many
1: employees do you have?
2: Well, uh, as of right now, we're still in the early season. Um, Uh A lot of my staff is either in school or Uh, teaching school. How many
1: will you have this summer?
2: Uh, We'll probably have around between 7 and 9.
1: That's a lot of business you're doing in the summer.
2: It is a lot of business.
1: Let me tell everybody that you're listening up in your business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Mr. Samuel Ellis, founder and owner of Rocktown River Outfitters, a canoe and bike rental shop that also offers guided tours of the Arkansas River, located in Little Rock's River Market District, and at the rockwater marina on the arkansas river um so you do food tours
2: we do we do food tours um the uh you, you
1: the, just do everything well there's a lot what of, would our city be doing if you weren't here there's Thank a lot of so fun much, things Samuel. to do in
2: the city um, Thank you
1: for bringing, all, making all this stuff available to people that visit us.
2: Well, and growing up here, um, you know, Little Rock was very different 20 years ago. Boy, it is. Well, you know, and so there's more to do than just go to Professor Bowl or the movies nowadays. <laughs> uh, not that those are still not fun, but, um, you know. I would have loved to have any of these opportunities, whether it be you know, a part-time job working for a company like this when I was in high school and coming out of college, mm-hmm. or just a place to hang out and go be on the river and mm-hmm. know that it's okay and safe, and your mom's not going to kill you if she finds out. <laughs> um, and these activities are here. Samuel, are you married? I am not married.
1: Oh! I am baiters. not
2: married. I have I have a dog in my own business. That's about all I can handle. I can't right handle anything else right
1: now. Let's talk about you are. Is it a fiddle player or a violinist? And what is the difference?
2: Both. Um, are they the same thing? It is the same thing. I think the only difference is how fast you tap your foot. Um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of those difference jokes. But um, so I grew up playing classical violin. Um, oh. My mom put a fiddle in my hand or a violin at the time and um i practiced 30 minutes before school every day and um i actually ended up taking a little bit of bluegrass lesson i think when she could see my attention starting to wane and uh that led me to playing fiddle out at the farmer's market at saturday mornings in the river market when i was about 13 or 14 years old so it's oh, kind interesting of interesting funny God. that it turned around where i was essentially you know little kid playing fiddle at the river market to now getting to own my own shop and welcoming guests and showing little rock tourists and locals um all the fun things to do you here, play the so.
1: fiddle down there at your place uh
2: i i i don't do it as uh, quite often as i used to you know uh, when i was a little kid so playing down there
1: that used to that probably bring some people into your shop so the name of your band is the con of formant
2: the the cons of form correct the cons, the cons, the cons of
1: form so i uh had to look up what formant looked. Oh, you make. did your research. Okay. I had to because I had no idea what that was. It's a phonetic science. Uh, each of, this is what um, Wikipedia said, each of several prominence band, prominent bands of frequency that determine the phonetic quality of a vowel.
2: That is a way fancier way of saying it is different parts of a sound wave and sound speech um so why
1: the cons well so anti
2: no actually it was because um we we the four people in the band we all met in college essentially uh we all played in different bands at the time uh whether it be you know any any little college band that we were wanting to play in or uh playing at a bar or a, a, a gig but We would all get out of our shows, and then we would just come to one of the houses one of us lived in and and play music all night. And we all had very different tastes in music. Um, And uh, I think it was us getting together, starting our own band, that it wasn't bluegrass. It wasn't rock. It wasn't country uh, it was a mixture of all these things the So cons of uh-huh, it was kind of that a manipulation that is the hardest name
1: for anybody to remember alright let's play some of our music let's play one of his songs before we do what song is this is Tributaries I
2: think fitting for uh, a river conversation
1: oh there you go
0: deeper cause this old well's been run dry cause I went back too many times it seems
2: oh and I need a little bit to get me by That's stuff. Well, I need some
0: water
2: for my tributary Lord. Me. Ooh, I can't get Lord, I
1: need
2: it's hard to hear this us singing the harmony, so. But uh, but yeah, that's uh that's some cons of forming right there. We've been playing um, Music since, uh, gosh, I don't even know. It's been almost 10 years now.
1: I love it. Who was singing?
2: That's David Bice, uh, our lead singer there. So it's David Bice. Um, yeah,
1: I can't. will oh, go ahead.
2: And uh, Drew Morse is uh, our other vocalist and uh, guitar- banjo player and mandolin player. And then Patrick Pipkin, uh, bass uh, and kick drum.
1: Ah, good job. So, where do people find out where you're playing?
2: Um, we have a Facebook, of course. Uh, the Cons, cons of, of Forman, <laughs> and then Instagram. We actually have a website uh, as well. Uh-huh. So, uh, theconsofforming.com. I
1: watched some of your music on your website. It was good.
2: Oh, thank you very much.
1: You- are a jumping fiddle player i
2: don't stand still very no, well you
1: don't it's yeah. fun to watch you i you think ever...
2: that's because of the years of playing at the farmer's market where you couldn't just play good music you kind of had to put on a little bit of a show well, you
1: put on a show
2: it's still in my blood
1: it's <laughs> good it's really really good i, I have a guest i have a gift for you sam Ooh. mule ellis you know ellis island i do ellis island the guy that founded ellis island was named samuel ellis because when i googled your name his name he's
2: more important than me he probably came up first he
1: was a merchant in new york who owned ellis island so did your mother name you after samuel ellis uh no
2: it's a family name actually Mm -hmm.
1: you may be related
2: very much so. When people can't remember my name, I'm like, you know, like the island. And there then they go. go, okay, sweet.
1: Uh-huh. There's your gift. Well, thank uh, you very that's, much. Uh, that's a U.S. and Arkansas flag or uh, desk set that you can put up down there. At this the, will go in the bike shop. It'll mm-hmm. go great in the bike shop. So who's my guest next week, next week Gray? Uh,
0: guest next week is Anne McCoy, White House Social Secretary under the Clinton administration.
1: So I have to do full disclosure. She's my mother-in-law, and it's three <laughs> days after... Um, after uh mother's day mm. and so i thought she is i've interviewed her before she is a perfect southern lady and she has the best stories to tell about the inauguration about moving into the white house about some of the protocol and um uh, uh the etiquette that they have to do there it's really fascinating it's not a political show she did not work in the west wing she worked in the east wing and it's all about the dinners that she had with people she met nelson mandela at one point she had met the leaders of everybody in the free world sam thanks again for joining me for those listeners out there who might have a great entrepreneurial story that they'd like to share send a brief bio and your contact info to carrie at FlagAndBanner.com, and and someone will be in touch and last to our listeners thank you for spending time with us if if you think this program's been about you you're right but it's also been for me thank you for letting us fulfill our destiny our hope today is that you've heard or learned something that's been inspiring and enlightening and that it whatever it is will help you up your business your independence your life i'm carrie mccoy and i'll see you next week until then be brave and keep it up
0: You've been listening to Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of flagandbanner.com. If you miss any part of the show or want to learn about Up in Your Business, go to flagandbanner.com and click on Radio Show or subscribe to the weekly podcast wherever you like to listen. All interviews are recorded and posted the following week with links to resources you heard discussed on today's show. Carrie's goal to help you live the American dream.